You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode forty-five. Happy anniversary, boys! Thank you. Happy it's been one year of the Handmade Podcast. I can't believe that. that. Yeah. Follow follower on Instagram says, "Darling, I'm horny. Do you want to call me?" Oh, nice. Thought, thought it was my Maybe wife. they want to be a guest on the episode. Yeah, I think I could get them to be on it. <laughs> Why do I don't understand those people that do that? It's like. What did they get out of that? Um, Whatever. They, Except. they listen. If they hit up two thousand people and they get one sucker, yeah, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Have you ever I seen the YouTube? Info. <laughs> send, him, <laughs> send him Jimmy's. Give him Jimmy's phone yeah. number. That could be your the, NFT, Derek. It's just Jimmy's that... phone number and like the last like. Oh my god, dude! You know someone would pay ten thousand dollars for that. The girl well, he be living to... up at Jimmy's house. He's like, oh, she needs a place to stay, so she's living upstairs. He, uh, he, um, his business card had his cell phone number on it. It's probably still, I don't know if he still gives out cards, but I know he used to post photos of it on, like, his Instagram. And I'd be oh like, dude, God. you're giving out your cell phone number, like. No, it's funny. Oh. It's just last week we were talking about it. He's like, oh, yeah, he took all that offline. Oh, says, good, good, good. It's gone forever. Yeah, that's what I said. I said, I guarantee you. Google him and his address will come up and sure as shit. Somebody mm-hmm. Google That's him. how I found the first time I went up to his house. Because I remember one of you guys saying, oh, he has it. It's, it's online. I'm like, what do you mean yeah. it's online? And I type in Jimmy yeah. DeResta or something. His freaking address <laughs> pops up. It's like a Facebook, like a business. I'm like, well, oh, he my used God, to this do guy. That when, yeah, when they used, used to, to do, do like the, the house Airbnb, rental, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you could find it. There was a website and everything. Uh, Remember he showed it to me once. I'm like, wow, dude. When people call my, whenever, anytime someone calls my cell phone, and they because they found me on YouTube, I always ask them, "How'd you get my number?" And they're like, "Oh, I found it online." And I thought I had gotten every trace of it, like Mm -hmm. gone forever, but apparently not. Yeah, it was funny. Somebody just emailed me. I was like, "How did they get my email?" I forgot it's on my Instagram. 
<laughs> but so funny, Jerry's such an animal on the show. He wears like the same clothes every day, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Because they oh, want just... him to, or because he doesn't well, want to wash them?" Both. Well, both. It's like, like just for editing, they're like, "Oh, it'd be easy." But then it's like, he's like, "Yeah, I haven't changed in, yeah, since yesterday, anyways." <laughs> like, he just worked all night and wore the same thing. That's but, a big yeah. violation in my house. <laughs> I got strict procedures. Yeah. For the yeah. work clothes. Strict. Clothes oh, all, yeah, I bet. Your clothes all, like, coded for what day of the week they are, so she knows if you're lying or not? Or... No, but I'm trying to think if she, if she... There's been times where I went and got a pair of pants, like, because I didn't have any other ones, where I went and got a pair of pants that I wore the day before, but, like, I sneak them so I don't yeah. get in trouble. It's funny. Christina's so crazy about laundry. I get home Friday night, and, like, the same clothes I had were, like, clean Saturday. I was like, oh, God. She lives for her laundry. That's all she does. She loves her laundry, doing it. But that's one thing I miss being up here. I went to do laundry myself. Yeah. Sucks, but whatever. But what have you guys been up to? Just working on stuff. Paul's got a good... uh... Paul's got a good thing that he's been finishing up. Why don't we yeah. talk about Paul's new project? This is to keep the weirdos out, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why I built it so strong. He's he's so welcoming. I'm he fighting these the people off door. every day. Your shop um, is so far like deep. I feel like even if somebody found it, they'd be like, oh, I can't be back here. Yeah. Every and time and I've all ever the been there, I've been the like, same. did I make the wrong turn? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'd be hard to find. Um but I'm making, I'm sure some people have seen it on Instagram, um, a new shop door, new front door for the shop. And it's really big and really heavy, and it's made out of quarter-inch plate and then eighth-inch plate on the back. And there's a frame inside of it, but then I have, like, all these TC bolts, which we've talked about before. The bolts, one type of bolt you could use for structural steel, and they have, like, kind of a rounded head. So they look like big rivets, and I have those going all the way around the door with like a trim piece of plate also, and there's like a whole like big wheel that I got from McMaster Car and gears and stuff to um, lock it, and I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain, you have to go look at it to see what I'm talking about, but... Have you added um, up the cost of this door yet? No. <laughs> it's probably pretty expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I the hinges and the gears and stuff and the wheel might have been like, I don't know, like 300 bucks. No, that's not too and bad. then the plate I get might be like a couple hundred dollars in plate. The bolts are probably pretty expensive. The pl- Everything's yeah. gone way up. The steel prices have gone up. So, so crazy, the right? The plate is like twice as much as it would have cost me like... Nine months ago, or six good, months ago. The door is fifteen hundred bucks anyway. So yeah, yeah. Got a regular door, but I look at that thing and like, I always tell people like I used to hate the two jobs I would always hate getting is hanging a door and the mm. stairs because it's just like hanging a door. It's just they're so expensive, and if you screw it up, you can't like fix it. It's like yeah. screwed up, you know. And I'm just looking at that thing saying, man, I wouldn't want to hang that door. It's <laughs> just a pain in the ass, you know? Just that's a heavy door. Well, you're going to make its own jam, right? So it'll be yeah. self-correcting. Exactly. As long as the jam is good, you basically just... Yeah. Dude, it's so funny, though, because I'm thinking about your building is just uh, like a like a, 
a corrugated steel building. Yeah, and that's if the you thing. swing that thing shut hard enough, you're gonna take. Oh, the I can't. Wall I'm not doing enough. that. I'm I'm anchoring it into gonna, the ground with a whole big yeah. frame and a plate. Yeah, yeah so the building to. could blow down and the door would. Still yeah, the door will be. Yeah, yeah, if there was a tornado, yeah. it would just be a, a, just a door. Yeah, I there's love no that. way you could mount that. That thing would fall right. No, off. there is cinder block <laughs> going funny. like four feet up all the way around, mm-hmm. but it's like not. They didn't yeah. fill it. It's just hollow. It's you know, that's no yeah. good either. I might even fill a little mm-hmm. bit of that. I wouldn't chance that. Um, it's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. Me and Fred are gonna be. Yeah. In for, me, Fred, and Louie. Louie already told me he would help too. But yeah, I'm excited that's for really that. Cool, though. Um, thank you. Making a video. Yeah, it's nice. it's awesome. Oh, that's for nice. Avid, right? Yeah, Avid and uh, Fared. That's pretty much who all my videos are for. Nice. Just Avid and Fared. Yeah, those yeah. are your people. I love that freaking people. CNC How's though. The truck working out? You've been using the, you've been using the truck a lot. The truck, yeah, I use it all the time. I think, for some reason, Paul, you're getting my audio way late. Oh really, Derek? Oh, I heard myself and uh, yours. Are you getting mine? Yeah, same thing. I'm getting it way late too. Interesting. It's we don't usually Either have that. that issue. Derek, do you hear me? Yep. Yeah, oh, okay. Me and Derek are on the same speed. No, I don't think so. Uh oh. Hmm. Anyway, we'll just keep going. Episode 45. This is, you know, there'll be a little bit of a... Stop it. uh, All right, all right. Yeah. Yeah, that... The the door came out awesome, Paul. And how's the... uh, the, the, While we're on the topic of your shop, we we got a new tool. Or did you have that new tool last week? Oh, I forget. Did I think I talked about it? You did have it last week. Yeah, yeah. We beat it out of him. He didn't want to talk about it, but we beat it out of him. (laughs) Well, now he's got the door to keep somebody from stealing it. Exactly. I need to keep the place secure. Mm -hmm. I mean, it'd be easier to break in through the side of the building than it would be through the door. (laughs) Like, you know. Yeah, like Jimmy's. You could just crawl under it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what I think about my shop where, like, I remember when I first moved in, people were like, oh, you got to put bars on the windows. I'm like, why? I'm like, if somebody wants, like, my lathe, like, they'd have to, like, br- like it's so difficult for them to get it out. Uh, it's fine. Like, they, well, No one's stealing your it. lathe. They're, they're going to steal all I your know. hand tools and shit. But, like, all those your, aren't that valuable. No, well, you, all your, you, got, like, you got 20 grand in Milwaukee shit alone. <laughs> that yeah, shop. that's true. But, I mean, like, like, you'd have to be there for a while. You know, like, it's not like you're going to run in and grab one high-value thing. You'd have to, like, be there, like, loading up a truck, you know. Mm. Um, Uh, Yeah. If the right person walks by, I'll see those – I'll see a bunch of Milwaukee stuff up for sale on Craigslist in the Bronx in about three days from now. We got a bunch of Milwaukee stuff. I see that. Which is nice. It looks so cool. I love that. It's good stuff. Crescent sent us a lot of nice stuff, too, and they sent these knives – these knives. Oh, that's cool. That. Well, the falling knives. Oh, that's a nice yeah. shape. That's a yeah, nice knife. I know. I know. They I didn't. They didn't have prices on them, but I bet it's probably like twenty bucks in the store. It's got to be. It might be more than that. It might Maybe be like, like forty. Much, but yeah, but they're yeah. just like you know. They're, they're I nice can't tell. Maybe they're shittier than they. It looks really yeah, nice. Yeah, no, they look really nice. Yeah, they look really nice. But I'm sure like the price point on them is really cheap, so people will buy them. Yeah, yeah. But, Eighteen dollars. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. 
I gave up on trying to carry a knife like that, let him be disposable, you know, because then it's like you can just, you know. Yeah, I, I gave up on a regular knife. I just carry razor blade, like the little foldable husky yeah. razor blade yeah. that I leave. I have like ten of them floating around. They just I just leave them everywhere. I pick one up when I see one, and then yeah. I'll leave that one somewhere again. Well, that's it. I started carrying this one because I don't like carrying my good one that Jimmy gave me. And then I'm thinking, like, what am I gonna save that out? Like, if I go into like a tough neighborhood, that I'm gonna get a knife fight, like a good knife yeah. fight or something. I'm gonna, gonna kill a grizzly bear. Yeah, you know, but it's like, I don't know. But I, I like this other one. It's nice. I carry that one that I made, and I've been carrying it for like four yeah, years. A, and I actually, nice I knife. lost it. I lost it, uh, this one. I lost it when I was doing the gate. I dropped it in the leaves, and I found yeah. it about a week later. It sat outside in the rain. Yeah. And it's still... Uh, I heard you talking about that. That's the one you lost? I thought I, it was yeah. something else. No, I lost this. I was so upset. I, I was going to say, you must have been devastated. I was just, okay. like, pissed because I, I... Like, it'd be one thing if it just vanished, you yeah. know? But I remember I used it the day I was there, and then I was... It was in the fall, so there were, like, wet leaves everywhere, and it's brown and black. So oh. I dropped it, and I remembered... Like, I, I knew I had put it down or dropped it, but I couldn't oh. find it. And I thought maybe I dropped it in the on the curb like in the gutter and then it would have kind of rolled down the hill it's also a super busy street so lots of people walk by the street and i was like somebody would definitely pick it up and then i found that i was very happy nice yeah but what else you working on anything me um i just finished the bike racks the bike racks are done those look great that powder coating Mm mm-hmm What'd you say, Derek? Are they installed and everything? No, we've had nothing but horrific weather for the last like three days. Yeah. So it's like I I wanna I'm gonna PL them to the sidewalk because I don't want them to get stolen. Yeah. So I want the ground to be pretty dry. I'm also using like um, stainless steel security bolts so they don't get mm-hmm. stolen that are all countersunk. So yeah. Um. I'm and I I was talking to Macklin about it the other day. I'm considering when I install them, I made the countersinks a little deep. I'm thinking about gluing a stainless steel disc over the heads of the screws so that mm-hmm. when you walk by, there's just, like, no screw head. Like, if you look down at them and thought, like, oh, I'm going to take those that hardware out, you'd be like, how do I even do it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, if somebody wants them, they're going to get them, but I'm just trying to make it as difficult as possible because I think they're going to be, like, uh, a hot – a hot item down where they're going you know they're going to like a little beach community a lot of foot traffic so yeah everybody seems to like them which is great yeah you know the weather's been so shitty hasn't it been oh what a terrible memorial it feels like november i know it's so miserable it's so funny because everybody on the show they're from california yeah and they're like (laughs) Like, oh thank god it's so warm out it's gonna be nice i'm like oh we'll get cold weather again they're like no yeah i go don't be surprised if it's 50 degrees out guys like it was gonna be 45 on saturday this this last wednesday was 90 out i'm like yeah it happens yeah but just it is it's been so miserable yeah that's it um yeah no i've been uh i've been busy doing busy doing that kind of stuff just like finishing up the the bike racks i got a couple little projects coming up um Mm -hmm. you know i've been trying to trying to get the shop like a little organized i you know it's the same story like you blast through like five projects and then you know it kind of stops you you know and it places a mess and then i got to clean it up but so far i feel like once i get started on these next couple of things um you know 
I can get right back into the swing of it. Mm. I tell you, it, it's been a nightmare. I went when I went home this weekend. I forgot like that my shop was a disaster. Oh no! And I just went down there. It was like, oh fuck! It just like it was so bad. But I, I picked it up pretty good. But it's like I really, when I get home, I'm gonna spend a month cleaning that whole place out. I'm I'm really gonna have to just to get that dust collector in there and mm-hmm. stuff like that and that extractor. I'm just gonna have to spend some serious time. Um, yeah. Do you bring the Capex there. home or no? You left. No, it I I was gonna, but I just didn't have time to get it um, on uh, Friday. So I figured I got rid of the chop saw and the nice. stand and everything, and you know somebody got a good deal on it. But I just wanted it gone. You know, I just didn't want to deal with it, and you know it worked out good. It ended up being like the Capex was a wash, so it worked out good. Oh, that's great. You know? Yeah, yeah. So. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to getting that stuff, you know. I'm, I'm looking forward to just getting home eventually, you know. It's just like it seems like I've been here, you know, forever. And, um, you know, we're just not even, like, halfway through, you know. I was just so, going to say, like, like yeah. I was just thinking about the time. You've got yeah. two more months. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, we just finished. We, yeah. Tomorrow we'll finish episode, the third episode. And there's eight? Hold on. We did that. We <laughs> did that. We did that. This will be the well. This will be the fourth. Ep- we did three. We uh, this will be the fourth episode, but we're not done with it. So halfway, mm. halfway. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. what? When have you? Been, when did you get there again? I forget the date. Uh, April nineteenth. Hmm. So, April. Yeah. So oh, okay. So April nineteenth. So you've only the been there July. like five weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's been five and a half weeks I've been here. So nice. Yeah, so I've been gone for that long. I went home. I was supposed to go home next weekend, but went home this weekend. Got my beard trimmed. I was happy about that. Next nice. weekend, Max is graduating high school, so I got to go home for that. Very exciting. And um, that's it. You know. So. Nice. But yeah, it's um, just funny. The time and the days go by so fast up here. It's just amazing. Oh, oh I bet. Someone's getting yelled at. The dog's getting yelled at. Yeah, I was just going to say, Uh-oh. the dog's misbehaving. Yeah. <laughs> One of the kids. Um, yeah, that's uh, – it, 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 every time I've gone and spent, like, an extended period of time up there, it just, like, when you're working on that kind of – those kind of projects, it, like, goes by in a second, you know? Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's, like, I'm trying to enjoy it. It's, like, it's hard being away from the family and stuff. And, uh, you know, but I'm trying to just enjoy it as much as I can because, you know, once it's over – you know, hopefully it'll happen again. But if it doesn't, you know, it's just been a great opportunity and experience. So I'm trying to have fun with it. But it is hard sometimes, you know, because it is, you know, tiring. It was nice to sleep in my own bed last night. And, yeah. You know, it just, you know, it's nice to be home. But it is fun being here. Like I was saying to Chris before you got off, it's like, <coughs> it's nice not working, you know. I mean, this is work, but it's not like work work, you know, so. It's just yeah. nice to, to do whatever you want. You yeah, know? it's a different, it's a totally, well, the other thing too is, um, I was thinking about this before, is like, you know, what you guys are doing, right? Like, the the stuff that you're making, it's, yeah. all you have to, not not to understate it, but you, you just yeah. have to make it. You don't have to worry yeah. about filming it or editing it yeah, or producing no. it. So yeah. it's like, it's the best job you've ever had, right? Like, yeah. 
It's yeah. funny because when I years ago I was uh, I was working with a lighting company that I was gonna be a partner in and never it didn't work out. But I worked there for probably four or five months, and I remember it was like I never felt like I was at work, mm-hmm. but somebody just paid me every week. Because yeah. my, like, to-be partner, ran, it was his company that I was buying into. So he, yeah. like, managed the, the sales and the books and all that shit. I just, like, had to show up. I ran the shop and I managed all the employees, but that part was easy, you know. And it never mm-hmm. felt like I was at work, but I just kept getting paid. Yeah. Um, you know, things change when you have to run your own business and you, you have to be, do, be the one getting the work, but it's still fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's just... We have a lot of laughs during the day, and it's just, uh, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So it's not a bad not a bad way to make a living. Yeah. You know? Probably so, the best way to make a oh, living. Oh, I'll tell you, it is. It is. It's just, I'm, I'm just really unlucky. And it was funny because, you know, last week we were discussing that, and, like, the next day I was like, you know, I'm going to try to be grateful, like, all day. And that's the day I dropped my iced coffee and it spilt everywhere, <laughs> and I was bitching about that. And I was like, ah, maybe I'm just not cut out to be positive all the time, you know. <laughs> but I try, you know. So, but no, it's fun. It's fun. So, uh oh, Chris loses cat. Oh my god, dude! I'm teaching the Angela how to install a. No, I'm, Angela is um, working on some stuff for our wedding, and I just taught her how to install a font from. You guys use dafont.com. Oh yeah. Yep. Like the no, place. but I yeah. need to because I always try and find fonts. Like I don't know what to do. Like I know, I don't yeah. even know how to do that. So after you teach oh Angela, you got to teach me. Dude, it's, every time the, I try. Well, it depends. The font is like great. It's amazing. There's probably I don't know. There's got to be a hundred thousand font. Oh, I'm sorry. There's fifty eight thousand fonts on there. Oh my god. Um, but some of them are. Some of them are for personal use. Some of them are for commercial use. So, like, if it's just for you for a thing that you're making, like, you can yeah. use any of them, right? Oh, okay. Um, but um, it's it's been great. Like, you know, we, we make a couple things for the wedding, and what's nice is you can type in a word, and then it'll preview the fonts in those words. So you can just, like, quickly, you know, like, if you need to make, you know, if you wanted to make a sign that said, you know, Fairfield Steelworks, you could type that in and then scroll through the fonts and gotcha. preview it. You know, preview those that text in all those different fonts. That's one thing I never understood is like how that all works. I remember being like, I open up a program and I don't have a font I need, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's not on your computer." It's like, isn't it part of the program? And then I'll go to download it, and I'll download it, and it's just um, like I don't even know how it gets on my computer. Like, that's where I, that's my problem. I'll yeah, find it. I'll go on these font websites. I'll mm-hmm. find something yeah. I like. I hit download. Yeah. I, always, I always think there's going to be like a virus downloaded to my computer. And then I can I never know. find it after <laughs> that and I give up. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, once you download it, Mac, the Mac makes it super easy. As soon as you open the font file, which is like an OTF or there's a couple different font files, your computer knows to open a, an application on your computer called FontBook, which is on every Mac. My computer you, doesn't know that. It does. If you open up the font book <laughs> app on your Mac, you can you can click uh, import. You I'm know, looking and up font book just, right now. It's on That's there. A, it's on here? Font book. It's an app on your Mac. Oh, shit. I've never seen that in my life. And there's all your fonts. I bet there's like eight fonts in here. Oh, my God. Shit that I've tried to download. Here they are. Yep. 
These are these so are literally what I've tried to, to validate. You can validate them, which like means like because sometimes they'll be like you know they'll be made on a Linux computer or something and they not they don't work oh, correctly. So um, and then usually usually your programs will will um, find them. And I've noticed like like um, Angel's working in Microsoft Word right now. You have to restart Microsoft Word and then the fonts will be there. But uh, um, you know, yeah, it's great. Uh, that drives me crazy. See, you learn something new every day. Yeah, I mean it's um, it's it's always nice if when you need like that specific one or like if you're trying to recreate like a logo, you can usually Google like you know. I remember one time somebody had a Cadillac Escalade, and they wanted um to put their initials on the back of it in the same font, like you know where it says like you know Escalade the word. They yeah. wanted like uh, their three initials on the rear of the truck. So my oh, friend gosh. who has a detailing shop, I found the Escalade font and then made it in Google SketchUp. I 3D printed each letter. They bondoed the letters to make them perfectly smooth, and then they painted them, um, and they stuck them to the back of the car, and it looked like, you know, it looked perfect. Do you know, it's so funny you'd bring that up. Do you know the Cadillac font isn't a font? What is it? The, ca- the Cadillac. It's just, it's... Um... Somebody wrote Solo it. I was telling this. Yeah, it's a graphic. It's it's there's no font. I imagine somebody's made it one out of it or something. But yeah, the Cadillac logo isn't a font. It's mm. just something somebody had made up. Interesting for their cars. Yeah, that's interesting. If that's not true, do not message me. Message Bernie <laughs> Solo. It works by Solo because he's the one that's full of shit, not me. So yeah, that's where I got my information. Please do not. Uh, so you can Derek. yell at him. So that's um, that. Yeah, so Derek, you don't have any new tools this week except for the uh, the just saw that, that we talked about last yeah, week. Yeah, just right? yeah, just the Capex and the um, the dust collector. I'm trying to think. Did I buy something else? No, no, because I didn't. Uh, I almost went to the store today and bought something. I'm like, what the hell am I thinking? <laughs> it's just such a sickness. I can you imagine like what a jerk? I go home first. I'm in the shop. I didn't want to post anything me being in the shop because I was like a picture of people saying. He's been gone for five weeks, and he goes home, and he's, like, right in the shop. That's why I, I went down there, like, at like, one in the morning just to make sure it was okay. Like, I didn't post that. I acted like I went down the next day for the first time. Oh, yeah, right. I was right. just like, ugh, it's so bad. But, uh, uh, no, nothing new for me. How about funny. you? I, I have – I was talking to Macklin today. I have money in my PayPal account right now because one oh, of my customers paid me in PayPal. It was yeah. just, so it's you just, gotta spend it. so I've just been buying shit on eBay. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is, uh, two things that I got both. Um, one of them is coming from Japan and one of them is just a Chinese oh, thing, God. but Jesus you know Christ. what, do you know what a chain mortiser is? No. You know yeah. And I know is? you probably don't need one. I definitely don't. Um, so a chain mortiser is a timber framing tool. It's like a yeah. chisel mortiser, but it uses a chainsaw oh, yeah, chain, yeah, 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 and you yeah. plunge it in, and then it tips sideways, I you and had you plunge one of it those. again. No, I don't. I, I used one in Vermont, and they're they're super expensive in the states if you buy them from. Like, there's only a couple companies that make them, but um, there's there's probably hun- there's hundreds of them for sale on eBay, uh, all from Japan. And I every once in a while I go on and I kind of look and I see if I can like get one for a good deal. You know, they're all about like five hundred bucks. They range between like four hundred to like, you know, seven hundred used, and then brand new they're like sixteen hundred to three thousand dollars. 
so I went on today and I saw one that was like I think I paid like two hundred bucks for it from Japan with free shipping, and I was like, ah, we'll see. You know, like I'll just order it and see like if it's good. The guy's got good reviews and he's got like forty other chain mortisers. So um, he's a chain mortiser that, salesman, dude. I mean, these guys, I think in Japan, the like hell? they must be they must be kind of cheap because like. To ship them from Japan for free and only charge four hundred bucks seems like crazy to me. So I don't know. I mean, who knows? It's eBay, so I feel like I'm totally protected, right? Even if I get yeah. the thing and I don't like it, eBay is going to side with me as the buyer. Um, but um, so I bought one of those, and then the other thing I got is: Do you remember when we were at the the makers camp last year? There were those little anvils that the guys from Abana were selling. Those little sixty pound. Uh, like kind of looks like a like a pig anvil with a tapered back. No, you guys remember seeing those. those? Yes, I remember that. So there's there's these uh there's these anvils that the Abana guys they buy them and then they resell them. They're sixty six pounds. Tell me you didn't buy one. Well, let me finish. Okay, they're sixty. Yeah. They're sixty six pounds. You okay, um, Paul? And they're like a hundred no. and <laughs> um, hold no. on, um. They're like I think they're 120 bucks on 140 bucks on uh, eBay. So this kid that is friends with Macklin wanted to get into blacksmithing. He wanted to buy an anvil. I told him like you know, if you're gonna buy uh, like an American anvil, you're gonna spend probably like minimum 400 bucks, right? Like I feel like you can't get a good anvil for uh, for 400 bucks. And he's like, oh, I really just want to get started. So he was gonna buy the Harbor Freight anvil, and I was like, dude, if you're gonna st- buy a chinese anvil at least get this one because i've seen it in person and it's got like 90 percent rebound they're pretty good little anvils for 140 bucks so when i was going to send him the link i noticed that they have a 135 pound version of that anvil um that i've never seen before and it's 300 dollars for 135 pound uh like kind of dual horn anvil so I bought myself one of those. Oh, yeah, just to see what it's like. A good old dual horn. Well, it's like, you know, it's like kind of looks like a pig anvil, you know? This is a person who pro- who has five anvils already and literally has never <laughs> used one of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't need and to. And five yeah. anvils, some of them are like 400 pounds. Like, it's just... I have a 400-pound one. Ew. I used it one's the other day. doesn't have a horn. He's got a, no, he's got a dual horn and he's got a no horn. Anvil. Hold on, I'm going to send it That's to you. That's how guys. crazy this kid is. So, well, but see, this is my scheme, right? And everybody knows the scheme. I just bought a 130-pound anvil brand new for 300 bucks. So you know I'm going to p- promote it on my Instagram. Yeah, he's got his little Amazon and scheme. And then I'll get my commission. But, dude, if you wanted a 130-pound anvil, 300 bucks is cheap. Mm. Lucas just spent almost $700 on the same weight anvil. Hmm. You know, um, so, you know, yeah, anvils. It's Need a good, them. it's a good deal. It's a great deal. It's better than an NFT. You know well, what? Yeah. It's definitely I mean, better totally money than an NFT. Of shit. I mean, well, what was crazy was that the Abana guys, I think, were selling those sixty-six pound ones for three hundred dollars, and they were buying uh, them for like one twenty. Mm-hmm. And bastards. everybody was giving them shit because they were like, "How are you guys going to sell this Chinese like garbage anvil?" And they were like, "No, it's it's heat treated steel. It's you know, it's this, it's that." So I don't know. We'll see. And what's your plan with this one, Chris? Nothing. I no plans. Just to sit on the floor. <laughs> Just to have it. 
Why? Why not? Who cares? There's something else to trip over. Just one so more I thing. Think. Listen, if see, it's if funny. Like Andrew realizes. collects. Like everything Andrew collects is like. Is, is like there's something valuable. to it. It's valuable. Yeah. It's old. It's an antique. It's rare. Chris just collects <laughs> Chinese products. Just garbage <laughs> Chinese products. That's that's what Chris collects. Dude, maybe I work any for type this, of Chinese shit. Maybe yeah. I'm, maybe I'm making a maybe I want to make a, a a museum. I don't yeah. have a lot. Of, I don't have a lot of Chinese shit that I don't like use to its full extent. I didn't say I you don't use it, it, but it's mostly but it's like, mostly you know, Chinese. Like, to Chris, five Chinese things is better than one American thing. It depends. It if depends. he can get five things for the price of one, mm-hmm. listen. If it at the end of the day, I have I have bought the the like really good shit, like high end good shit that has broken just as fast as the cheap shit that I've bought. So, like that little beveling tool, it's seventy bucks. It's no different than the one that Trick Tools sells for two hundred dollars. It's literally the same. Yeah. Tool. You know, I mean, yeah, the one they're getting is probably just from the same factory. Yeah, they just, just put a bigger price orange. tag on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's like you know. But then, like on the other hand, like you, 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 if you want like a legit one, it's like probably eighteen hundred bucks or something, right? Yeah, For those really exactly. expensive ones. So it's like, who the hell is going to buy that? Like that type of stuff. It total. Like I'm with you. It mm-hmm. totally makes sense. There's actually one on Trick Tools, the B2 Air Deburring System, five hundred and twenty-five dollars. Hmm. Is I it like cannot. almost the same thing? Dude, it looks identical. I wow. cannot imagine a scenario where it is like almost 10 times better you know because what's what's yeah good about it's it, definitely though, not it's the inserts right if the inserts on it are are garbage you know i mean and you know it's like let's see where is it made made in japan hmm. so i mean that's nice i guess it's funny i was talking to cliff dufton the other day and he was talking about his um his chinese um his tapper his, uh, tapper yeah and mm-hmm. he loves it Dude, it's, that thing is he crazy. Loves it. I think we talked about that on here. Yeah, right? we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I was talking to him it. the other day about it too, and he was like, "Dude, he's like, as long as it doesn't burn out, he's like, it was an un, like an amazing purchase." That same one from Flex Tools, like ten grand. Yeah, it's funny wow. because we were talking about. Uh, he was talking about getting a laser, mm-hmm. and he's buying. He wanted to buy one through an American company, and I'm like, "It's the same laser, you know? They just offer support, you mm-hmm. know." So if you want to deal with the bullshit, you know, you cut them out. But it just, um, you know, it, it is, it's just crazy, the stuff they sell, the price, you know. But it does all just fall apart eventually. But Speaking of flex arm, did you see Petty Welding's, um, this crazy thing he kind of bought from them? It's a flex arm that holds a grinder, an angle grinder. Uh-huh. No, I didn't take it on his Instagram. Go on go on his Instagram. He um built like a little stand for it and has a flex arm with this crazy like gimbal mount thing to hold him a six inch Metabo grinder to take it basically the grinder just floats in the air wherever you want it. Wow. So it takes the strain, like if you have a bunch of parts to to hmm. um you know grind, it kinda takes all the oh, strain yeah. off you if you're grinding for hours. It was pretty cool. Oh wow, that's, wow. that's funny. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I've never seen that before. I've never seen anything like it before. That's um, that's that like, guy's always got seen, cool stuff. Yeah, you ever seen those like um, 
that's like one of those like exo suits. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, you're right. Them for like the well, I don't know that those are actually like anywhere out in the field, but they make it so that you can carry like a 300 pound thing. You yeah, know? that's what the camera guys have. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll use I'll use a camera term. Well, oh yeah, camera this guy's away. This guy's it's Hollywood it's, now. It's, Everything's got to go back to the the, the TV show. The DP, the DP, uh, DP he, director uh, photography. A, you got it. He always has one. It's funny because his pants are always falling down. And the first time I put it on, I go, I thought that was to hold your pants up, dude. You know, it's got, like, the big arm over his head, and it's got, like, the cord <laughs> for the camera. So, like, the camera's not heavy. Oh, I, tried, wow. I just tried one of those cameras the other day because, you know, we're just bullshit. And the guy's like, here, try this camera on your shoulder. Those things are so heavy. And it's amazing because they're light compared to, like, the old-style ones. Mm. But it's just uh, that's just a lot of weight those dudes carry. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just a lot. The way they, uh, you know, the way they have to hold them and all that stuff. I wouldn't want to lug one of those all day. Don't some, speaking of cameras, don't some, and real film buffs will know this. I think even some, like, modern day directors and stuff still use film camera. Like, is it Quentin Tarantino that still uses film or something for all his movies? I think so. They They were just talking about him, and they were talking about how a lot of his shots are rushed because of that. Because he uses film. They're rushed? I don't know if that... Yeah. Oh, because yeah, like he's they, worried about... Using... Yeah, like, yeah, using a lot of film. Yeah. Really? That chair just fucking broke. Huh. This chair's a piece of shit. But, um... But, yeah. They were... Um, we were talking about different styles, and I'm like, I would never notice anything like that. So they were showing... <laughs> um, one of his films, and I forget which one it was, but they were just showing, like, the different shots... And a couple of them, you could see where, I mean, it's obvious, like the shot wasn't, you know, centered or whatever. And they just kind of, instead of doing another take, they kept it. And they're like, yeah, it's probably because he didn't want to waste film. So maybe it is him. Huh. I'm not a big movie buff. I'm on the other side of the lens. I I should watch more movies. (laughs) Unbelievable. asshole. Unbelievable. Uh, This this guy, I I just realized what you said. I I wasn't paying attention, then I realized what you said. headphones fit over over that thing? Oh, my God. That's what I said to my wife. I better hope this goes no way. Oh, my God. This asshole that ever lived. But, (laughs) yeah. Remind me to tell you a story later. Oh, the after show. For the after show. They got to get their money's worth, you know. But. <laughs> so oh, wow. Yeah. So. No, I never notice any of that stuff in movies. I don't watch movies to begin with, but it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I, I just watch it. And it's, it is what it is. And I can't critique that type of stuff. I don't have that kind of eye. I just watched this movie, um, Tenet. You guys oh, seen yeah. that Christopher Denzel Nolan movie? No, Denzel's not in that. Wait, which movie is he in? I thought he was in a movie. Oh, it's, never mind. I can tell you I didn't see it because I haven't watched a movie since friggin' uh, I the watched Bone it. Collector, I think. I watched it on the plane. Um, I had to go to Florida this week for work. I watched it on the plane. It was, it's like a, kind of like a, almost like, I don't want to call it a sci-fi movie. It's a very, it's it's a very interesting kind of take on like a crime sort of thriller it's about like a cia guy who can like go back in time and forward in time and i don't know it's it's just it was a really like a psychological thriller type of movie and it was the type of movie where after it was over i was like i had to go on youtube and watch 
videos explaining it. And then it, and, and normally that would be like a huge turnoff, and I'd be like, this is just like not worth my energy. But it, uh, it was so interesting to me that I wound up like basically going back and watching the whole movie a second time. I don't know. It was, uh, I don't know. I thought well, I, was, honestly, I was into it. Well, they, uh, you know, Graz and um, like the, the director, whoever, they'll talk about movies a lot because that's like they love that shit. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, call it ignorance or whatever but i always thought everything was just like filmed and then they edited it and if it didn't work right they just somehow with magically with a computer like fixed it you know and not realizing like the work that goes into like certain shots and stuff like that Mm. and it really is like when you look at it from a different way it it's it's amazing the work that goes into it to like shoot things you know like um they use a lot of times, I think they call it like a, um, I think it's like a snorkel lens. I mentioned it before. It's like a telescope. Oh, the little tube one. Yeah, it's like a tube. And, like, they'll bring it through tools and through things we're working on. So it'll be like, it's like going into little spaces. And, like, mm. I would have thought, like, that was just somebody zooming in, you know, not realizing that's actually like a two-foot, three-foot-long camera lens going through things, you know, like just to take different you know, shots and stuff. Does like that. Jocko have one of those? I think I've seen him use one of those. Uh, yeah, he, he might, does. He he, he got might. one. But you know, and then the, everything just like sped up and slowed down. I always thought it was just like you know, iMovie, just you know, increase the speed, you know. But you know, it just it, it's a lot. It's a lot that you have to do, you know, to get certain shots and stuff. So, but um, yeah, but yeah, it's still not my thing though. <laughs> just yeah, I I, I was with thing. Anthony the the ramp kid, um, yeah. the BMX kid the other day, and he just upgraded his camera. He got the uh, Sony A7S3. It's yeah. a mirrorless camera, and he was telling yeah. me he's like, dude, you gotta like get one of these. And I've been thinking yeah. about getting a new like a mirrorless camera. And I, I like the Canon cameras. I've always had them, but um, the Sony's like for the video kind of stuff that I do and that we do. I mean, he was showing me this. The quality of the footage from this camera is unbelievable. Yeah, and I think the, the Sony's are really is good. Like, the autofocus is un- unreal, like so fast, and um, just the general quality. And he was, it's, but it's a, it's an investment. I mean, it's like yeah. I think the body is like four grand, and then you got to yeah. get these like the the lenses are called the G series. That's like the like the good lenses, like the L lenses yeah. uh, in the Canon world. Yeah, and I think all in with like two lenses and the body, I, I like was at like close to eight thousand dollars, and I was like, damn, like business expense. It's kind of hard to sell uh, that Doge. Spend eight grand. Yeah. I yeah. know. Believe me, there's a lot yeah. of things I could do with if I sold the Doge. It, it's funny you said that because when I bought my Canon, I I wanted to get a Sony, and it's just like I said, the guy was saying, you know, for the one I could afford the body, he's like, you know, you're better off with the Canon, you know, because you do have to step it up to the next one. But I tell you, a lot of these guys, they shoot a lot of the specialty shots with Sonys. Mm-hmm. And and that's what they were saying. They're like, they're just like unbelievable. And they were talking to Jimmy about that, about the autofocus. And mm-hmm. they're like, you know, they would never use autofocus before because it's too risky, you know. But they're yep. like this thing. They're like all the time, you know. It's Interesting. Just so perfect, you know? That's what I'm finding with mine because lately I've been trying to, I've been using autofocus on my Canon with my Canon lenses, the STM yeah. lenses, and yeah. the last my last two videos I had 
shots that were out of focus that like yeah. you know you can't go back be- yeah. but before before that i would never i literally never turn my cameras off of manual focus and i would just you know basically zoom in on a point and focus it and then hope that i was kind of like in that yeah. frame and and i had good luck for the last i've been making videos for four years and i've had pretty good luck with focus it was never like super super crisp but it was yeah. like good enough but now yeah. that i'm realizing that like the autofocus isn't reliable if you have a filmer yeah you're you're fine yeah. you know yeah. but um if you don't and you're just relying on um you know if you're just relying on your camera doing the job for you it's like i don't know it's too annoying mm. That's why I've been thinking about making the move, but you know, like I said, it's the body is thirty five hundred bucks, and then each lens is like you know, usually like two grandish. So by the time yeah. you're done, and there's no value in the camera that I have now, you know, it's yeah. like I think I have a Canon seventy D. The body's probably worth like three hundred bucks. Yeah, the bodies know? are worth nothing after yeah, you so buy. It's them. Like the yeah, lenses like, are, there's, hold the value. I mean, and I have a bunch of Canon lenses, and they are like those adapters, but I think the speed and the autofocus is in both the lens and the body. So it's like I don't even think I would bring those Canon lenses onto the Sony body. I think you just basically start over. Oh, know? yeah, you got to get new lenses. Yeah. So That's why like, I didn't switch because if I didn't have like yeah. nice L lenses, I would have just yeah. completely went to the Sony. Yeah, but I'm yeah. Like, and I have a couple L lenses too that I would like, I guess, sell – you know, because the L lenses are worth money. Like I have a like a whitey. You know, like the big uh, seventy to two hundred. Yeah, I have one like, of those too. I think I have a one hundred to four hundred. Yeah, I mean, there's, so those are always going to be worth value. You know. Yeah. But you know uh, the 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 Sony lens, the sixteen to thirty five, is seventeen hundred dollars. It's like, ugh. wow, yeah. To spend like five grand on a new camera when like. It's kind of doing what it needs to do now, you know. Gotta get those Amazon links going, that Anvil, dude. I know. Mm-hmm. To get that Sony. Hey, listen. Buy those Anvils, guys. Buy Anvils if you're looking for a 132 pound Anvil shipped directly to your door for 300 bucks. I'm about to have a link. I'm about to have a link. Get you set up. I got. I got actually. I got another new tool. That I, I won't I can't I won't, I'm not gonna say what it is but I'm gonna get it and I'll show you guys. This will be a nod to the uh, the Fitz All podcast. Hold on. Uh oh. What do you think it is? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel bad that he's not gonna talk. I know him. everyone's gonna be upset. Yeah, that's not fair. Maybe we just blurt it out. Yeah. What the hell is that? I don't know. All right. I think I saw guess something. What it is? I thought I saw something too, but I'm not. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh boy, <laughs> that, that's a tool. Yeah, that's it's nice. It's pretty nice though. I yeah, got two of them. It. It's uh, lacrosse sticks. His and hers. I got two lacrosse sticks. Yeah, one's for Angela, right? Yeah. yeah. One's for Angela and one's for me. Nice. Take a nice old style photo. Together. Yeah. Mm-hmm, exactly. Beautiful. But, um, a little pistol grip there. Nice. Yeah, pistol grip lacrosse stick. I That's going to go well. Yeah. Um, you know. I, I think I remember when we were at Derek's house, 
Chris picked up Derek's lacrosse stick and started pointing it around the room. You know, and I don't remember that happening. I think it did. That did not and happen. Derek, me and Derek looked at each other. We're like, okay. I wouldn't do that unless I knew it was clear and empty. Unless, I wouldn't do that. Unless there's a ball in there, you got to be very careful. <laughs> Jesus if was, Christ! If it was clear and empty, I, I'm I'm uh I'm usually Derek puts bad. it down on the table. Chris goes, oh look at this thing. And we're like, oh, Whoa. shit. Well, are you easy with that? Hey, listen. Hey, ho. You know, it's like <laughs> Dude, you don't want to shoot the cat with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> get, off the, get off the TV, Stewie. Yeah. Stewie, stop touching that. Oh, my God. Hey, sick bastards. Yeah. So what's next for you, Paul, other than your door? Um, a couple different jobs that we got coming up. Eventually, I'm going to have to build a crane. Are you buying a crane, or are you going to build your own? Like, I'm how buying does that a work? hoist. You, I mean, you can have a crane company come do literally the entire thing, but it would be like probably like fifty grand or something. So you can buy a hoist, and you could buy like the end truck things. Mm-hmm. Most of the rest of it, you can just build yourself. I mean, it's just an I beam going across, and all the tracks and stuff you can build. So. Is that so you can install the door? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need a crane for this door. It's so heavy. Yeah. Um, nice. I'm gonna, I need actually to ha- I got to have Louie take his big forklift and lift it into place because it's in front of like the door where the door is. Mm. It's not paved and mine will get stuck in about two seconds. Mm. So, oh, really? Yeah. Just use your engine crane, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather kill myself. Uh um, I was actually talking to Matt about the gantry crane thing, and he was saying I think they have two ten-ton cranes maybe at his shop. Yeah, and they'll sometimes when they have they'll have a bundle of beams. They'll hook, they'll they'll grab each side of it with eat with one crane. So they'll have yeah. two cranes like one on each side. And he's like, dude, it's terrifying. He's like, because you're you know you're carrying you know thousands, tens of thousands of pounds, and if something goes wrong, like oh yeah. You're done. Like, I mean, and, and there are so many components that can fail. You know, it's like you've got chains and you've got hooks and you've got mm. whatever's keeping the beams together. You've got the infrastructure over your head. You know, like it's, it's, uh, you know, you get desensitized to it. But it's like on a forklift, it's, it's, I don't know. I feel like it seems controlled, right? You've got the mast and, you know, if mm. the hydraulic fails and you're out of the way, like the forklift's not just going to randomly tip over, you know? It could. It could. It, it right, could it if could. you hit the hit the brakes. Let's say you're picking up something that's too heavy and you hit the brakes mm-hmm. a little bit. Or see, yeah. I I I think the way to look at it is with a forklift, things could go wrong more, but with a crane, things could go wrong a lot worse. If you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. with a forklift, like if you're carrying a beam around, it's like it'll maybe it'll fall off and hit the ground. It could be, it could be kind of bad. But if something goes wrong with a crane, it's going to be like catastrophic. Like, a crane's just not going to oh, yeah. fail. Like, uh, you know, uh, forklifts are sketchy. Like, try picking up a 40-foot beam with a forklift, and you got 20 yeah. feet sticking out each yeah. way. And if it's a little bit off balance, then you got to, you know, pick it back up. It's it's Or you hit something, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know. It's always safer to, to lift things with a strap or a chain. To me, I like lifting mm-hmm. things with a some type of a sling a lot better than picking up something up from underneath. Yeah. I just feel more comfortable that way. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, you've seen those videos. There was just one on Instagram the other day of a guy. He bought, like, one of those, like, um, what are those things called? Like, the, not, kind of like what Jimmy has, the Polaris, but, like, the ones that are made to, like, go. Oh, like, like the like RZRs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and I saw that video, reason, I think. Yeah. For some reason, Dude, they were unloading it from the car carrier. It didn't even make sense. And the, and they lost the forklift and the the car. They tipped the whole thing over on its side. Yeah, like the and they looked like they were on like a residential street. It like, was so stupid. Yeah, it's like so why didn't they just another forklift? Lower the car carrier, you know, and and drive it off like the way they got it on. It was so weird. Right. It was. I think I, the way it looked like was that they didn't want to unload all the oh, other big things. You know, so like instead of unloading all the other items, they you know destroyed the the equipment yeah you know like see that's the thing about forklifts is is you can tip them over and like when i i unloaded my scissor lift with my forklift yeah that might have and i was at the old shop that was way over the capacity and the thing was the way the fork pockets are on the scissor lift they they're long ways and it was on the truck like long ways so when i went up to the the side with a bigger forklift. A big forklift? Um, yeah, so they, they just picked it up. Um, and, you know, I'm trying to explain this. Like, if you went to, if you were at the side of the truck with your forklift, the thing is, you know, long ways front to back. Like, and, and so it, it was way too heavy. And the back wheels, like, came up a little bit. And I literally ratchet strapped from the far side of the scissor lift up over the top of the forklift guard picked it up an inch backed up and dropped it way down to the point where it was like basically dragging on the ground and then i just unloaded it and moved it and put it into the shop like Hmm. i don't know it's the forks breaking uh, you ever see the video of um chris cash unloading their anyang from they the have truck. a bunch of shit hanging off the back of the forklift, Dude, right? He has, yeah, he has a basket welded to the back of his forklift, with like filled anvils with in anvils. It? <laughs> yeah, and he's still That's like because that Anyang he got weighs like seven thousand pounds. The big Anyang. Wow. Um. Right. That's I think, a lot. I think that's. I think it's gotta that's be. What it was. It's gotta be. It was a. It's a big ass hammer, and I mean, like, I don't know, like those things look. They definitely look. Uh, heavy, but I guess they don't. I don't know. I never thought they were that heavy, you know. Yeah, six thousand mm. pounds. Um, That's a lot of weight. Then, um, Plus, yeah, it's got a big um, footprint too. Yeah, they're big. They're big as shit. That's without the motor too, because the motor on that has oh, to be wow. mounted on the floor. Um, but yeah, so I remember watching that video and just thinking it was so funny. Like the worst so are lulls. Like even in the mm. little five thousand pound lull I was in. Same one they had up at Jimmy's that Aaron, uh, safety officer, was driving. Um, and I tipped that thing, like, not when the load was up high, but I had, like, a load of tables on it, like the big ones. And I extended the boom out because it was getting stuck every five minutes. Mm. And I felt the back wheels went right up in the air. And it dropped, you know, like, five inches yeah. to the sand. Nothing happened. But, you know, those things are really dangerous because even the big ones – you know, they have lull. I, there's a couple. I got to tell you another thing about lulls, but the big ones, you know, go 52 feet. Some of them, like a 10,000 yeah. pound lull, there. That's a that's high. And if you and if you lift up something that's a little too heavy, and you extend it out a little bit too far, and it goes, you're not saving that. 
Like that yeah. thing's just going to tip right over. Did yours have the little like tip monitor? Like, cause I know the like the, there's one that I drove. It was a nice JLG on a job site, and inside it, it had like the like no, this didn't have that. Like it had this like chart almost where like as you raise the boom, there was like a little like gauge, and like you would there'd be like a little needle that went up, and then it would like kind of show your capacity. Yeah, certain angles and shit, and like I mean, we were moving. It was all like framing material, but. A full size like bundle of like two by six by twelves, a full pallet has to be has to be pretty heavy. Oh I mean, yeah, it's not steel obviously, but it's pretty heavy. Um, and I don't know that I we ever like really felt like it was going to move. The other thing that they were moving a ton with this was they were moving um, pallets of granite, like oh um, wow, like bushels almost. Like I yeah, don't know, not like the baskets like Andrew gets, but like a wooden like crate. I think the granite was coming from India, and they were moving those around. But this was a huge. Lull. I mean, this thing was like the like tires a 12, were like. Pound lull. Yeah, I mean, like, figure the tires were like probably five feet tall, like mm-hmm. each wheel. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. It was a big ass machine. Um, so maybe that was like one of the bigger sizes, but uh, I remember the guy that owned it, he had, li- he had license plates for it in case he wanted to move it. Oh, my God, he, really? You could, get, you could get farm equipment license plates for it and oh, drive it on the road. Wow. Because it was so big, to get it on a trailer, you needed, a, you needed like, a really big trailer. So it was yeah, so you probably expensive need an oversized load. Yeah, he would try to drive it any time he could, but he said that when you drove it, because it was so heavy, that you would do so much damage to the tires driving oh, yeah. it on pavement yeah. that it was, like, kind of, like, like, damned both ways. You know, it was like... If you drove it, you were going to wear out your tires, and the tires were super expensive. And if you had it towed, you had to pay to have it towed, and then you're at the mercy of, you know, like a like a low boy to come and get it, and you know all that. It's like, oh, it just seems like such a pain in the ass. You know, you'd almost rather just like rent one for the month, you know. Yeah. And have somebody drive, you know, have them drive one that big, pay that fee, you know. Yeah. If you if you got to get one that big, I mean where it's you know really hard to move it might make sense just to rent it when you need it but it is good to have one like if i could find one i'd like to buy one but one time me and my father were driving through stanford and we passed by a construction site and they had a lull that like really wasn't a lull but technically it was it was a full-blown crane oh oh, like huge and it would pivot like that's the problem with lulls like Mm -hmm. You have to use the wheels to move. Like, let's say you had to move your load side to side, and you had like something hanging from the forks. You mm-hmm. gotta like move the whole thing. This thing pivoted like a crane or like an excavator. It had That's four cool. tires, but it had these huge stabilizers. And I looked up the company. I think they sell one that goes like over a hundred feet, and they sell wow. a winch for it, like a crane. And I'm wondering, like, is this, like, a loophole so you don't need to have, like, a crane license mm. or something? Like, I think that might be what it was. Dude, you know, you know was... what I just found? This is, like, the coolest thing. Have you ever heard of a spider crane? Oh, dude, those are amazing. Dude, unreal. And, yeah, those are Derek, crazy. I don't know if you've ever seen these things. It's, like, a little – it looks like a tank. It's a self-contained crane where all the legs fold up, and they bring them in, like, little trailers – and it's got little tank treads on the bottom, and you can, like, deploy them. Like, I saw a video. This this rigging company popped up on Instagram, and they had an ad how they own they own a spider crane, and that's, like, one of the things that they use. So, like, spider crane makes a machine that can lift 25 feet, right? 
mm-hmm. and it weighs 4,300 pounds and can lift 6,000 pounds at five feet. So obviously it can't lift like a, like a large load at that full weight, but you can still lift like, you know, thousands of pounds up to 25 feet high with yeah. this tiny little crane that only they go weighs right through doors. pounds. Yeah. They bring them into buildings. They put yeah, them inside. On, yeah. Yeah. They, they crane them up onto like higher floors on buildings and bring them inside. And I was looking them up last night because I was like, I wonder how much they are just like to get an idea. And like I saw used ones for like 40 grand. Oh, yeah. They're not cheap. It does. But that, that's not cheap. But the versatility of it is like that doesn't seem like that much money. You know, like for what you could do with it if you were like a company that used that kind of thing. It's kind know? of a niche thing, though. Like you're only going to use it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, but and it is a crane, so you have to rig. It's not like a forklift where you can put, you know, you can pick up from the yeah. bottom. You have to be able to pick up from the top, which kind of like doesn't work in every situation. When you need it, you need it. Like you have no choice but to use like one of these things. This guy, um, his Instagram is how the hell do you say this? B Bzates. Something I don't know how to pronounce it. It's his last name, I think. Nick Bezates Construction. He's like a Miller product development. He works with Miller welders, and he's like a legit welder. He kind of does like a bunch of different stuff. Like he's got like it looks like a service truck. How do but you he spell like does that thing? B E Z A T E S N. Say that again. B E Z. B-E-Z-A-T-E-S-N. I got him. Um, But, like, he does some serious welding. Like, he's always welding, like, some type of, like, these pipes, but they're not, like, pipelines. Like, I don't know if they're for water or something. Like, he's he does repairs and stuff. Hmm. He definitely knows his shit, but he has a spider crane that he owns, I think. Yeah. I mean, dude, even just for, as a service provider, like if you're yeah. able to like own it and like say, hey, I'll bring the, you know, I'll bring the, uh, bring the spider it. crane out. You know, yeah. you can charge, I'm sure he can charge whatever the fuck he wants. It's a, yeah, you know? yeah. And They're like, probably not very common. You, yeah. And if you get like a thousand or 1500 bucks a day and it's a $50,000 machine, it doesn't take that long to make back that you know no. that money or maybe maybe i mean if you buy it brand new i'm sure it's more than 50 grand but i feel like if you have the clientele for that kind of work um you know you can you can justify a, a machine like that you know i mean it's no different than i was saying my buddy who's an electrician they spent sixty eight thousand dollars on a bobcat that like still confuses me a little bit <laughs> yeah, I, I know. and he uses I it to like build ramps in his backyard but i mean that's, yeah you know, do whatever you want with it right yeah, I don't know if that's helping his electrical business much, but it definitely is fun and nice to have. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this guy's thing. He's bringing in. Wow, he's got one insta. He's got one post on here where he's picking up another spider crane with his spider crane. Wait, what? Yeah, I didn't see that he's, one. He's working in what looks like a gymnasium at like a school. Whoa! And he's uh he's got a smaller spider crane that he's picking up with his larger spider crane. That's crazy. What's his Instagram. Bezates, B E Z A T E S. Yeah, it looks like yeah he's working in a school gymnasium, and for some reason he's got two little cranes there. Whoa. Um. Yeah, I don't know. They're pretty cool. It's a pretty interesting thing. Oh, dude, this <laughs> the one he's got is big. He's picking up a full blown scissor lift with his. 
No, that's not. No, I'm looking at that picture now. He's got the smaller one. He owns the smaller oh, one. Oh, okay. He rented the bigger one. That one's big. Got it. That's actually Send really me his big. Thing. Send me his thing. I'll send it to you. Holy shit. Yeah, that's cool. Spider crane. Yeah, this guy's cool. Does anybody listen to this anymore? I don't know. I want a spider crane. Dude, I like this too. One Dude, I bet China cranes, makes a, f- a fake one you could buy. He's got a spider crane attachment, which is a, a man bucket on the end of it. Oh, spider no crane. way. That's cool. I like that. These are cool, he, actually. He uses it at his house. He's like, oh, uh, drove the crane across the lawn to fix the flagpole. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. The, these are cool. I, I want one of these now. Right right by where I work, uh, Shaughnessy Crane, they have a tiny little one. It's called the Alley Cat. It's like one of the real big-ass cranes. Yeah. It's just tiny. It's like all the back alleys in Boston. Oh, it's wow. So it's probably very similar crane. to this. Yeah. Oh, wait. And they must charge a fortune for it because, like, it's so specialized, you know? I was watching videos on um, this. I guess this could be one of my videos. I've been watching lots of videos like heavy equipment. And I was mm-hmm. watching a video on, like, the world's largest crawler cranes. So these aren't ones that are, like, the tower cranes that they build, like, an attached yeah. to a building. These have, like, tracks. Yeah. These cranes were so massive. They lifted, like, five or 600 feet in the air. They were lifting, like, 150 tons. Uh, 150. Oh, my God. Was it 150 tons or 150,000? No, no, it was 150 Dude, did tons. Did you ever see the biggest crane? It's like it's like a museum. It's sitting somewhere. It was like a um, not what a crane. It? it was like one of those st- steam shovel things there. Oh, those! It like the, it's Dude, like it the looks like a skyscraper. It's like a, it's like a museum. This one, like they took one and they rehabbed it and they shut it down. It was like it, they used it for like ten years, but like the electricity of this thing used, it was ridiculous. It was like had its own little power station inside it. The guys had <laughs> had an elevator in it to go up and down. Things unbelievable. I forget where it is. Somebody sent it to me. A link to it. Okay, this thing. It wasn't 150. It was 1,200 tons. Wow. These things are so big. They have their own tracks, but then behind it, the counterweight has its completely own set of tracks with a cab that you have to drive them in. So you have to drive <laughs> these two. They're connected. It's like two. Oh think of two God. excavators. Like if you had a big excavator and a mini excavator connected. Yeah. With like a big huge steel structure and then cables that go up yeah. from the little one up to the top of the big one to, to support the whole thing. And they drive it around and that's the counterweight because these cranes are so massive. Like they lift it. has to be built like on site. Like yeah, they must need – they need – listen, oh, yeah. I was watching them do it in the video. They had a medium-sized crane – that needed to be built by a tiny crane, and the medium-sized crane was used to build this big crane. So when you want to move something, you need to rent like five cranes to even put together the big crane to yeah. move your thing. It's insane. Unreal. Send the video that you uh, Oh, yeah, let me send it watch. to you. Um, that's like that video, The Iron Giants, and I've talked about it on here before about the presses, the like the world's largest presses that they had during World War II. Oh, yeah, that was a good video. Um, it's a fantastic video it's like i think it went it's got two and a half million views it's on machine thinking's uh uh youtube it talks about like the hundred and i think it was a 150 ton press that they had built or that they had designed in germany but they never uh that they never actually made it's got to be 150,000 tons maybe that's what because my my press is 30 tons 
So oh, yeah, yeah. It must have been 150,000 tons or five. No, 50. Oh yeah. So there's a 50,000 ton one, and then there's a 150,000 ton one. Crazy. What were you saying they were doing? They were stamping out like full airplanes. <laughs> so <laughs> they the were what, what it was. Yeah, what it was was that the the Americans couldn't figure out how the Germans were able to build their planes so fast because they had choked off their supply of steel. But what they were doing was they were doing full cast magnesium fuselages with these 50,000 ton presses. Wow. And they like, but they developed this all in secret. And then they were shooting these planes out of the sky and then finding the fuselages and being like, how the fuck did they make this? Wow. You know, like not understanding how it could have even been possible for them to build this because the technology just didn't exist. And then, of course, when the, when the Germans lost the war, the Americans just took them. They took the presses. They, like, yeah. confiscated them and brought them back to America because they were we, like, you're never going to be able to build that kind of shit again. Like, we took all their shit and we took all their people, all the Nazi-like mm-hmm. scientists, and that's what was, like, the beginning of NASA. Yeah. It was, like, Werner von Braun or something was, like, the main guy, and he yeah, was, like, their stealing. rocket scientist, and we took them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what what I, say, isn't it weird, it though, like, Germany and Japan – or, you know, on the same side in World War Two, you know, the bad guys or whatever. Obviously, they were the bad guys. But, like, they're so good at engineering, both those mm-hmm. countries. Like, all the stuff they make is engineered so well. Yeah. It really is interesting. You, then you go over to Italy. They make beautiful cars, but they're not engineered that good because these Ferraris <laughs> are always breaking down. But if you get yourself Dude, a Porsche— you you gotta that watch thing this ain't gonna video break about down. the tanks. There's a video about about the tanks. I, I it was one of my picks of the week, but it talked about the difference between the American tanks, the German tanks, and the Russian tanks. And yeah. all the Russian tanks were like just slapped just together, like a jalopy, like, yeah, just totally. <laughs> and like one of the things that I thought was so interesting was like there's a there was like a pin on the track, and the pin over time would would work its way out, mm-hmm. but instead of like. And, and I guess these pins need to be removable in case the track breaks in the field. But instead of devising, like, a way to fasten the the pin, the Russians had this plate that as the track rotated around and the pin started to walk its way out, the it would plate, hit it. plate would smash the pin back in. <laughs> oh, my God. So it was, like, to- and, like... They were the just hammering the, the pin t- back yeah, in. Exactly. The tolerance on the turret was, like, was like garbage on the... Like, the Russian tanks, they, they had, like you know a huge amount of them but they were built like total garbage you know the american tanks some of them were terrible and then like the german tanks were unbelievable you know like the the yeah. german tiger tanks um the panzer or whatever it was called yeah um the the those tanks were unbelievable and like just a, a you know marvel and all this shit was developed you know obviously in secret and like and then the americans would you know i mean every country was doing this but the americans had to develop tanks design them build them send them to germany for the war send them to europe for the war and then figure out parts of them that were fucked up somehow get that information back mm-hmm. to america change the design fix it make new tanks and then ship them you know because it wasn't like fast you know to get a ship across the the ocean especially because the tanks were probably made in the middle of the country you know it's like i don't know it's just it's so insane to think about what went into the world war ii effort you know Listen to this. Listen to this World War Two thing I just saw on TikTok the other day. I got a World War Two, fa- a World War One 
on oh, TikTok. On TikTok, there was a what kind of was, what kind of knowledge are you getting? There was from a this is heavy duty knowledge. There was a, uh, a British soldier. He was like one of the most highly decorated soldiers in World War One. And when he was in battle, I guess he saw someone coming towards him in the distance who looked wounded. And then as the guy got closer, he realized it was a German soldier. And um, he realized he was wounded and he didn't have a weapon and he went to go shoot him. But something, you know, he just couldn't get himself to shoot this poor guy because he had, you know, the guy knew he was done. And so he let him go. And told him to go back and just he wasn't going to kill him. Guess who that soldier turned out to be? Who was it? Hitler. Really? That's what I was told from TikTok. May or may not be true. Could definitely be false. The comments said it was a true story. I went and verified down in the comment section. Do we? Ha- I was going to say that you get a second source of... Uh, uh, my second sources were in the comments. Your second source is they in were, the comments. That's they where were you, saying that's, that was that's true. You know what kind of TikTok videos are you watching? Dude, I get all sorts of interesting stuff on TikTok. Yeah, you get the TikTok leggings and then like a little bit of you know uh, post you know post nineteen twenty science. Look at this, dude. This is my TikTok. First thing I open up. Oh, your my camera's off. Nice focaccia bread they're making. (laughs) Oh, this looks beautiful. Look at this. What else? I love TikTok. It's one of my favorites. I wish TikTok would go the way of uh, fucking Clubhouse. <laughs> Clubhouse yeah. is still there. Dude, Clubhouse what about, is... What about uh, Dogecoin? You know, Dogecoin? I, I open up TikTok and this is what I get. What the the, yeah, but you don't... You, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Guy. I love that. When the they watermelon. do the, the rubber bands on the watermelon. Look at this guy. Dude, that, guy is, that guy is famous for Derek, that. this is quality content. He wears you know the, the, so the swimming goggles. Listen to this. So... We were just talking about rubber bands on watermelons on Friday. Yeah, and they was listening. Oh my god! So but what's your what's your pick of the week, Derek? The TikTok. That's my pick. Straight up TikTok. It's, like, it's just TikTok in general. Just yeah, download just TikTok, TikTok in general. Yeah. That's yeah, fair. just download TikTok and just go on it. Let me see if I watched anything. I don't even know if I opened up YouTube this week. Let me see. Um, oh god, I'm not recommending that. <laughs> oh dumb, no, definitely dumb, not. Dumb, no. And dumb and dumber. Yeah, no, they're not Let's getting recommended. They're never, up. they're never getting a shout no, out on never. this. Oh, and I I, I, and no one, about. no one will be able to guess who we're talking about. Um, right. But you can try. But they're never getting a shout out. The after show, they'll find out. Yeah, if you join the after show, you could find out. Has anybody been on Clubhouse lately? No. No. I haven't been on since I think the last time I was on was when I was with you guys that one time. I turned off my notifications and I haven't been back on it. But um, my I, pick I of, haven't watched anything. My so, pick of the right. week is Bobby Duke's new video where he used Paul's little anvil and hammer. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I just saw the what thumbnail. I got to go watch it now. Today. with the, oh, When okay. he made a little claw hammer? He made a tiny little claw hammer out of a bolt. Jesus and Christ. And it's like spectacular. He made like a whole mini workshop. He made a tiny little oh can of God. paint, a tiny little screwdriver. And then at the end, I, I didn't uh, – he, he's been like doing like a little giveaways and shit. He's, he was giving away uh, all the stuff he made. But he like – he used his like flex shaft as a lathe to make a tiny screwdriver and then painted it. It's just like hysterical. Oh, I he must have changed the thumbnail. Why? What was it? It was a picture of the bolt when I saw it like two hours ago. 
It was mm-hmm. a picture of the bolt with the hammer attached to it, like still connected by the head of the hammer. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And now it's the bolt in one hand and the hammer in the other. That's how he did it, though. He, like, sculpted the hand, the hammer, and then he cuts it off the bolt. But he, like, forges out the bolt a little bit, and he uses your uh, your little hammer. And I got to watch anvil. it now. Why do, how do you know if it's the thumbnails doing bad or not? Like I don't tell, know. Like, I've changed I mean, them. He might sometimes. have somebody that helps him with it, you know, because his channel's so yeah. big. But yeah. um, I don't know. I don't know what would prompt me to change it. You know, right? Like, what would what would make you think like, oh, I should change this thumbnail? Yeah. Especially his videos, because I feel like his videos always do well. You know, mm-hmm. so like yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't get a million views the first two hours. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, honestly, it only has 150 thousand views today which i feel like for him probably isn't that good you know like i feel like he probably like normally gets more views in a day yeah can we get bobby a a, a mr volcano or something dude i know because he's out here with two two map gas torches no he does have a he does have a forge at some point yeah no they're powering the forge oh that's what he's using to power the yeah yeah it's honestly it's getting pretty hot in there i'm surprised yeah he doesn't need he 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 doesn't need it. He's good. He can do anything with it. I guess he definitely, yeah, that's true. What am I saying? Oh, yeah, he's got he the clearly soup knows what forge. he's doing. He's got the soup yeah, He's doing something right. right. I'm going to second Bobby Duke. All that's, right, Bobby Duke is our guy. Bobby yeah, Duke, Bobby it. Duke's little hammer. I think that's it for uh, for this for this week's episode. I mean, you know. Sorry, it was a very low energy one. But we're all exhausted. Life yeah, is hard. Just, I just got in from a long drive in from Boston, and I'm tired. Um, sorry. I talked about this on my Instagram, and I know I've mentioned it to you guys, but it's official. June 26th, I make everything shop. Okay. Um, we're having a we're having a little open house. You're having a okay. Oh, here, here th- this is a crazy thing I saw. Another thing from TikTok, which made me think when you just said you're having a little party, a little open house. This kid, right, high school kid. I think his name was like Adrian. Posted, I'm having a kickback. I guess that's a New term, new term the kids are using, right? Kickback, when you're having a little party, we're kicking back at the beach. We're going to have a Make Everything Shop kickback. But anyway, Mm -hmm. this kid posts just to his friends on TikTok. I'm having a kickback for my birthday at the beach in Huntington Beach. Everyone come. It turns into like 100,000 kids showed up and they like burned Huntington Beach to the ground. It was like insane. They're flipping over cars. It turned somehow, because the way the internet is so crazy, it just gained traction and it became like a joke. And every, like a million people showed up to this. It's a random kid. It could be like Max's friend. Yeah. I seen that, story. and the kids like, like I don't even know what happened. Like <laughs> yeah, they they were like doing like the the like back like trying to analyze how it happened, and like somebody retweeted it or some bullshit mm-hmm. or did it something yeah. with it, reposted it, and yeah, it just blew up. That's scary. It's unreal. That happened, dude. That I, that Holy happened. Shit. I remember. I remember when I was in high school or maybe in the beginning of college. That happened with somebody. They posted a party on their Facebook, mm-hmm. and it went viral, and then. They they try they realized that you know whatever whenever it was going to be too many people were going to come and they tried to stop it they tried yeah. to like say don't come and still thousands of people came. Dude, I remember that used to be on the news all the time. I guarantee you that happens so much now it's not even on the oh news my God. anymore because I'm yeah. sure it happens all the time. Adrian's kickback. 
There's yeah. a video on on YouTube. Adrian Adrian's kickback aftermath in Huntington Beach. 150 yeah, people Bar- arrested. Yeah, Bar- oh Barstool Sports did a whole thing about it. I love Holy Barstool. Shit, this is unbelievable. I know this. They're yeah, so this funny. definitely won't. This definitely won't be happening at my shop. Um, yeah, I guarantee. Chris, I don't know, dude. Back. I know a couple people. Everybody posted to. T- oh, everybody posted. Hi, Chris. To t- <laughs> Please, God, no. J- Jimmy posted. We got a bunch of overweight guys with beards. Yeah, it's all right. I got my new <laughs> lacrosse. I have a bunch of overweight guys more. with ice picks they're, sticking they're looking, out of their pockets. Yeah. Yeah, I have my new lacrosse sticks to defend the shop. Yeah. So. Yeah. Some rock All right. salt. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. It's been a great year of the Handmade Podcast. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash handmade podcast, I think. Patreon.com slash Derek from Alden. Patreon.com slash make everything shop. You're all the you. best. We love you. Goodbye. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save